Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. Thank you for joining me on this edition as LSU basketball hits the home stretch of this regular season, looking to really bounce back from yet another disappointing uh, defeat in conference play, one that LSU, quite honestly, if you watch the game, should have had. No excuses to go on the road uh, and lose to a South Carolina team that's kind of been reeling. Of course, it is the SEC. It is tough to win on the road. But that was a game that LSU jumped out to a big lead early on and ends up losing 77-75. Darius Days had a good look at three at the end, but LSU was unable to get the win. And now, after winning three straight, the Tigers drop one, going into a critical Wednesday night matchup at Kentucky. Rupp Arena is going to be popping as the Wildcats are still in contention for the SEC crown uh, in the regular season and certainly trying to keep dreams of a number one seed in the NCAA tournament alive. LSU took it to South Carolina in Baton Rouge 65-60 when uh, both teams were in the top 25 uh, and LSU now looking to obviously bounce back. And the Tigers have a, have their work cut out for themselves. And, you know, without Severe Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington for Kentucky, if that is the case, LSU is going to have a little bit of an advantage in the uh, backcourt, I would think, uh, with Xavier Pinson able to uh, kind of run the show for LSU. But still, after that road performance by LSU in the second half, you've got to think that they're really going to have to circle the wag wagons here. Um, and play much better defensively, allowing 77 points to South Carolina after allowing 68, 65, and 66 in those three straight wins. That's the formula for success for LSU. In, in that loss against Vanderbilt earlier this month on, on February 5th, they gave up 75 points. So, And in their low road losses, uh, and losses in general, the defense has really fallen apart. But still, a team that ranks number three in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, that's LSU as they head into this one on ESPN. And Will Wade met with the media on Tuesday, uh, kind of breaking down where things stand uh, with this one going into it. And, you know, for him, this is a very typical approach for Will Wade when you come into a game like this immediately says this game is not going to be anything like what the last game was. Kentucky's playing a lot better. LSU's not playing as well. These are two totally different, uh, quite honestly, things uh, or teams that are that are coming into this one. Oscar Tshibwa is playing much better. He got two early fouls in the first half. Uh, and so that's really been a difference you know as far as what you look at in this matchup I don't think that's going to happen in this one uh, the way Kentucky's playing uh, they're they're the heavy favorites in my books going into this Wednesday night matchup and LSU has to clean a lot of things up you know turnovers LSU is is really been struggling in that regard you know Will Wade put it pretty pretty um, simply you know right off the bat LSU is good for three charges a game so that's three right there uh you know, with them being in transition, they turn it over 22% of their 30% of the time. They're out running in transition. So that's another three. It's really just a, a situation where LSU 
by nature this season is giving the ball away and, you know, not really having an answer to stopping that. There are very easily things that LSU can clean up, like the charges. Those are things that if you're a veteran like Xavier Pinson, some of these other players that are really good athletes, you've got to be cognizant of where you are, who's defending you, and the situation, and not get caught with your head down trying trying to plow through and get to the free throw line. And LSU has struggled from the free throw line, uh, shooting 65% in conference. And that is really where things have been lost and certainly made a difference uh, you know, for LSU against South Carolina, if they were even above 70%, uh, those games against South Carolina and Ole Miss certainly could have gone another way. Um, Davion Mintz, a veteran guard, he's going to be playing for Kentucky. Kellen Grady, a uh, really good player. Those two really led Kentucky back against Alabama, and they were able to take that one 90-81 against an Alabama team that can score in bunches. And you know, LSU is kind of the flip uh, from what the Crimson Tide are, and they're preparing for that as well. Uh, Kentucky assistant Orlando Antigua met with the media, and it's kind of one of those things where not only does Kentucky have a next man up mentality with these injuries right now, but they've got to completely shift their mindset as far as what they're going to have to do against a defensive-minded team like LSU that's going to press, it's going to be active, uh, they're going to force them into some tough situations. And, you know, on the road, LSU is going to have to force some early turnovers, try to quiet that crowd against Kentucky uh, and and really get uh, into a groove early on. And offensively, I think that relies on Xavier Pinson running the show, Tari Eason having a big game. And Darius Days has to be the Darius Days LSU knows he can be consistent, hit some beyond the arc, get into double digits. Uh, have a good game on on the defensive end, not get into foul trouble. Those are the things that it's that are going to be critical for LSU in this game Wednesday night against the Wildcats. And if they can win that, it's a big boost. You know, LSU is squarely in right now in the NCAA tournament, uh, but they can obviously shoot themselves in the foot and really get into a bad situation. Uh, LSU right now is one of those teams that. Uh, you've got to think down the stretch of this season, you know, looking at the seed list from ESPN's Joe Lenardi, uh, this is a team that is sitting there right now as a sixth seed uh, and the number 24th overall seed for Joe Lenardi in his bracket. And LSU is a team that could be Jekyll and Hyde. And that's kind of what they've been at as of late. They've got to find some consistency to build some momentum before the SEC tournament, a win and a sweep over Kentucky would go a long way. And mind you, this is this is a team that now uh, down the stretch faces Missouri at home and then goes up to Arkansas. Auburn found out how hard of a place that is to win. And then they finish up with a Sunday matchup against Alabama on March 5th before heading to Tampa for that SEC tournament. So I, I think with LSU uh, cleaning up the turnovers, getting into a better rhythm offensively, uh, early on and, and building a lead is, is kind of what they've got to do. And then they've got to not shoot themselves in the foot, stay out of foul trouble and really go from there. So uh, looking forward to watching that one on ESPN. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup. I, I would think you've got to imagine that LSU is going to want to bounce back uh, from that defeat against South Carolina. Uh, but the Wildcats are playing really, really well. And LSU uh, is certainly a team right now 
that has to focus, has to lock in and be the team that they were earlier in conference play. On the football side of things, we are going to hear from Brian Kelly and his entire staff Wednesday and Thursday. They're going to have media availability with all the coordinators at the podium as well as breakout sessions with the assistants. So good news for LSU fans looking for uh, you know, info from the coaches, from the coaches' mouths themselves. That stuff is all going to be on thebengaltiger.com, and we will have coverage of that, as well as recruiting. Recruiting is heating up for LSU. Spring practice is still a few weeks away, about a month away right now, actually. But the dead period ends next week, and that weekend, March 5th, is a big day for LSU. We're going to have plenty of coverage on who is expected in Baton Rouge. We've already been posting multiple updates a day on recruits that are set to visit, uh, guys that are top targets on the board. I mean, you look at the list that they've got for March 5th already on on my laptop here that I've got, and it's going to be a busy day for Brian Kelly and this staff. A huge opportunity for them to make statements right out of the gates with some of these prospects, uh, and we'll have your full coverage on that later. Uh, or Later, we'll have our full coverage. Next week, we'll kind of break down and preview the junior day with some of the names and kind of some of the top guys to watch heading into that weekend. Uh, it's going to be one that's going to be fun as recruiting heats back up. Um, but if you're not on the bengaltiger.com, check us out. Seven-day free trial. You get all this recruiting info. Um, we have, gosh, well over uh, five recruiting updates alone a day on players. Uh, we've also been breaking down uh, each position in the 2023 class. The latest two have been running back and safety. We let off with quarterback. So check those out. We're going to get into some of the trenches uh, later this week uh, as we get back into those. But I do want to kind of highlight a few prospects for you guys on the running back and safety train. Uh, a couple uh, of those guys are all going to be on campus uh, for that junior day on March 5th. And let's start out with Michael Daughtry. Uh, one of the top safeties in the country, a four-star prospect on the on-three consensus out of Grayson High in Georgia, which is one of the best high school programs in the country. I caught up with him for an extended amount of time on Tuesday, and he really broke down his interest in LSU. He's got a great relationship with Kerry Cooks. He's excited to see what LSU looks like under Brian Kelly in the early going. And then he has some other programs like Texas, like Louisville, um, that are on him as well. Uh, and, and recruiting him really, really hard. So uh, we'll continue to monitor his name. There will also be plenty of in-state talent on campus for that one. Derek Williams, one of the best safeties in the country, and Kylan Jackson, one of the best safeties in the country, both from Louisiana, have said they're going to be on campus. And so we'll be looking forward to catching up with those guys to see how it went. And then on the running back side of things, Trey Holly, an in-state prospect, uh, one of the most productive backs in the country, a four-star on the on-three consensus, somebody that LSU re-offered during the month of January. He's going to be on campus. While he's kind of a sawed-off guy, he's pretty productive. I know he has a lot of wear and tear on his tires entering his senior season alone, uh, and he is shorter in stature, um, even kind of makes, you know, he might make Clyde look look tall or, or you know, huge. Um, but he is one of uh, the most talented running backs in the state of Louisiana and holds an LSU offer. And so he's a name that you need to file away uh, as well. So next week, we'll get into more of a preview for that junior day weekend. A lot of names popping up. 
A lot of guys we've talked to already uh, to react to not only their LSU offers, their upcoming visits. Those are all dropping on the BengalTiger.com every day, uh, multiple guys a day. Uh, so if you aren't subscribed already, check us out for a seven-day trial. I can assure you no one's churning out the amount of recruiting updates we are. So with that, guys, going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. Wanted to get you guys a quick one as far as a preview of the LSU-Kentucky game Wednesday night. We will also recap all the news that came out of meeting with the coaches on Wednesday and Thursday, so be sure to stay tuned for that edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. Please leave us a rating, leave us a review, subscribe and follow us wherever you catch your podcasts at. Thank you guys who have subscribed to the podcast and the site as well. We appreciate all you guys, and we will catch you next time on the podcast. Have a good one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.